My name is Henry, a.k.a. Hendog. And it's your girl, Kay Shanae. And, and without further ado, this is Culture Connect. Culture, Culture Connect. Culture Connect. All right, welcome back to another segment of Culture Connect. Uh, today we have a special guest. Um, he's a mentor, artist, and one of the founders of Stepping Into Your Destiny. He is Curtis Cutdog Knight. And we are so happy to have you joining us today. Thank you again for doing this with us. And um, being a part of this episode, we want to get right into it. Um, your mentoring. I always talk to you about that. How did you get started? Uh, tell you the truth, I really got started with that because when my brother passed, I always have his kids a good bit. Yeah. Um, especially his two boys. And um a lot of people just seen how I interact with kids. So a lot of folks always came to me about their kids. So I yeah. kind of just grew into it. It was just something I gradually grew into. It just, we just end up with a business that contains that element, but I was yeah. always doing that naturally. So I just fit in that category for real. I got you. I got it. And, and first of all, mentoring is super, super beneficial, especially for this upcoming generation. I just feel like having that support system is very important right now. Um, it, it's, it's super necessary at a young age. So, you know, I always be telling you, I commend you for all of that because, you know, having the right role model can really change somebody's life. Yeah, it's needed, man. It's needed. And that's why I feel it's just a genuine thing that I knew I needed when I was younger and I know yeah. a lot of these kids need if it's somebody, it's anybody, you know, it don't have to be a family member, just anybody willing yeah. to show they caring, willing to listen. Cause some people just don't got nobody to listen to. Some people just right. acting out because of what they're going through. So there's a lot of different That's cases. Right. I just care enough to, you know, stick in their lives and, you know, I ain't saying I like their company, but I care enough to keep them around. I got three kids upstairs now. <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. Always got the kids around. That's what, that's what's up. That's what's up. Most definitely, man. And you know, in our community, we need continuous mentoring for the youth. Uh, speak on how it is important to help encourage and guide children who may not have anyone at home and still in positive values in them. Bro, I mean, that's that 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 right there is gonna be important for life, man, because it's a lot of folks, and I speak on a lot, it's a lot of people who have two parent homes, but still have no one in the home teaching them anything and showing right. them values. And that's just important to have somebody, everyone needs someone in their life, you know, just instilling that it's a lot of adults need that more than how <laughs> many, honestly. But it's just something we all need in our life, man. And I just recognize that, but I recognize the fact that it's more important to instill it early as you can. Because yeah. that's that's when you're learning the most. That's when you're really learning the world, man. So having somebody right there with you while you learning the world, something you never experienced before, is very helpful, man. Because a lot of folks making mistakes because they just never been in that situation and don't know what's coming. But if somebody warning you before it's coming, it'll help your life. Right. I had a big brother in prison now for life, and I learned so much from him, not him telling me, but him showing me with his actions what not to do. Yeah. Right. I was able to watch and learn, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? A lot of folks don't watch and learn. A lot of folks have to go through stuff. And sometimes they just need someone right there showing they care and giving them the game before they go through it. To let them know, man, this ain't it. It might right. look cool, but this is gonna be 
the end result of all this, man. And I'm going to take you around, people, to give you that end result to show you. Like, look what this man going through. Look what he done been through. Like, this what you going to go through trying to get that stuff you think you're looking for, which really yeah. not that important for you. You right, man. And I think too, uh, just here in Birmingham alone, if these young men who are, are growing up, man, if they had more positive male figures like the things that you're doing, I think that that would kind of curse on the violence that we got going on around here, man. Cause there's so much sense of violence in Birmingham. Like, bro, it's on a whole nother level, man. You know what I mean? So, bro, I commend everything you're doing as far as uh, giving back to the, the youth and pouring it to them. Absolutely. I think that when it comes to mentoring and just having that role model, like I said, just to let them know, hey, it's a better way. You know what I'm saying? It's a better way to get out here and get your money and to get to whatever it is you're trying to get to. You don't have to go this route. So wholeheartedly commend that. And so you also kind of instill mentoring, I feel like, in your music. Um, Just listening to soul period dude like love the album it's in my playlist it's, it's in my favorites like it will always be in my favorites i love that fucking album um it's, it's so dope um when did you get your start into music um just playing around my my brother and my cousins they just used to record all the time i used to write stuff like poems and stuff just playing around but i just got into it playing around and i did it playing around for years just you know record with my cousins and my brother just making fun tracks to listen to and waste time but it just grew into a love of music but i just got into it just playing around honestly that's what's up. And so with that being said, how do you kind of feel about hip hop as it currently stands with the way that you kind of got into it yourself? Do you feel like do you feel like hip hop is what it used to be? No, it's not what it used to be, but I can honestly say I don't look down on where it is. I mean, I can honestly say I ain't too big on all the music. But I commend a lot of these newer cats because I listen to words. And a lot of these guys are unapologetically just speaking their heart. And it's a yeah. lot of that's why you hearing a lot of ride wave type artists that sound like they whining. But back in the day, man, we 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 were scared to do stuff like that. Like we yeah. you know, you was trying to make a hard track, you wanted to make a hard track. Well, now these cats just speaking their heart. You know, some of them just getting high and all that, but that's just everywhere. But I, yeah. I, I pay attention to words, and I really feel a lot of these guys just speaking their heart over music, and that's that's what I always did. So I commend anybody who just willing to make the music and say what they what's coming from their heart instead of what they want to write or what they feel everybody like. But I know, got it's not what it used to be, no, man. <laughs> Nah. You couldn't find it was you really couldn't find two people back in the day that sounded alike. No. Nah. So <laughs> I, I don't say it's ever <laughs> like it, it'll never be like it used to be. But it's it's very oversaturated now. So it's way more people. And back in the day we ain't had an internet. We we only yeah. had select artists we who caught our ear because now you can pick up your phone and listen to 20 artists on your timeline on Facebook before you even get to you know, the major music site. So it's just so oversaturated. You just Yeah, man, it's definitely oversaturated. And I know I'm very big on hip hop, man. So I, I got a, a strict ear when it comes to hip hop, man. And one thing that did stand out to me from your uh Bless the Broke 
uh, track on the Soul Project, um, it speaks on some things of uh, those who are less fortunate to have. What inspired you to write a record that most artists don't speak about often in their music today? Well, actually, for one thing, what's crazy is my brother passed nine years ago next month. My brother actually initially wrote that song probably about wow. 10, 15 years ago. Wow. Um, the whole concept and most of the most of the stuff. I just kind of got his song because every project I do, I got something pertaining to him on it. So I chose that and I kind of switched some stuff up in the song, redid a little melody, but for the most part, that was my brother's song from like 15 years ago. But wow. I got into that life, so I was really into, you know, our organization monthly. We feed the homeless, so we do something pertaining to helping the homeless. So that right. song spoke to my life, for real. So I used that song as an example, or I used his song as an example for how I was feeling at the time, because every time I listened to it, it just totally spoke to me and how I felt, for real. So yeah. really, Mike Ho wrote that song. I just switched up some stuff on it and revised it to go to the beat that um, I had made, but all that credit go to Michael. Well, hey, rest man, I, and that's that's what's up. And that's yeah, man, rest in peace to your brother, man. That's that the good was, thing uh, about good music. The word good music and good words, they never go out of style because you would have thought I wrote that last year or something. But that's the worst. Most of the words to that is like 15 years old, literally. Wow. But you know what, though? I mean, it's still it's still relevant to the day, although it was written 15 years ago, man. And right. I got to say also that uh, Deidre voice, man, sounds super phenomenal on it, man. Um, me and Deidre, man, we, we go back to miles, man. And I must say, bro, like, yeah, when I heard it for the first time and I heard her voice over it, man, that's the a, that's a song about the project that touched me the most. You know yeah. what I mean? Me too, bro. So, Me too. And that was like the first song I recorded for that project when I first started. So that was part of the basis of me even making it so because I kind of wanted everything to match the tempo or the make it so that song can fit on it, really. And I just had so much soulful instrumentals and stuff I already had bought from folks. It kind of just went from there. But that song now, man, that's still my favorite song for real. Yeah, it's a standout on the project, definitely. I love the album. Like I said, it, it's definitely one of my favorites. I think just the depth in how you illustrate what's going on around you is is crazy. You, um, it, it's super relatable. Um, it's mind provoking. Um, it's it's a conversation piece. Your tone is is great. You're on beat. That's important. Um, <laughs> that's very important in today's and um, you know I just feel like it's like your energy like people say it's the energy for me like I feel like your energy it just brings that whole thing together like sometimes I feel like if the world like yeah I'm with all that like that's that's I love that energy it's a crazy crazy record so with that being said who are some of your favorite artists like mainstream local we talking about right now or all time, right? Yeah, now. let's talk all time. Let's do all time. Let's start with that. Um, I say I'm gonna go influential. My most influential artist to me was Tupac because of not the gangster Tupac, but it was so many sides of him, man. He really gave me the the instillment to put my heart in the music because I felt no matter how much gangster he wanted to show, he was 
he was always going to make them songs to show how he really felt and put his heart into his music for real. Yeah. So, influential-wise, yeah. him, but favorite rappers, man, I used to listen to a lot of um, Bone, Eminem. And I'm just going back to who I listened to a lot. Yeah. No, I listen um, to all me. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to a lot of them, too. A lot of... I'm a big 2 chains guy, too. But um, you want to ask me my favorite artists? I got to go with some guys like I listen to rock with, like Club Monster a lot, Eugenius. Okay. Like most of my favorite people around here somewhere because these are folks I, I, I. Yeah, man. And I'm the same way, bro. Like Pop was Pop, my favorite artist, hands down, uh, super influential. Uh, the message that he, he spoke through his music. Just his interviews alone, like we don't have that message today. Exactly, so far, bro. Yeah. You can the tell nerve. Man. Yeah. yeah, he really touched the nerve of you, you know what I'm saying. Just put, you can see his life matched his words too. So yeah, you can. That's another thing that's important too, man. A lot of these guys, especially today, man, the lifestyle they they're rapping about, it don't really fit. You know what I mean? They right. all you know, no, music trajectory, you know what I mean? So, yeah, pop was great, man. Let me ask you this, bro. Like, what, what was your favorite pop album? If you had to pick one album, I history start. Um, if I had to pick one, uh, I actually go with All Eyes on Me, actually. Okay. The okay. double disc. Me Against the World. I still remember where I was when I got it. I still remember listening to Wonder Why They Call You Bitch. And, like, I rode all the way from D.C. listening to Wonder Why They Call You Bitch on the, on the bus. Long along, like, caught me. I ain't get to uh-huh. even get past that song before I, but that that was that that CD that in uh, Machiavelli, yeah, the, that between that and Machiavelli, right? Yeah. Machiavelli, the words and the heart he put into like black man world and uh, man, uh, I mean white man's world, white man world, yeah. Man, this crazy song on now. Crazy, yeah, that's the song I was thinking. Yeah, it was the first songs on that, bro. You could tell they they meant that, so yeah, right. Yeah. So growing up with that music kind of shaped me as an artist to like speak my mind and speak my, you know, what I really feel on records and stuff. So. Most definitely. Definitely. I feel like music back then was just a lot more just like thought provoking. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. it, it just had a certain consciousness to it that made you, like you said, you remember where you were when you first heard certain songs. That means that that music is timeless. That's what you call timeless music. And that's what you want as an artist. You want music that people can go back 10 years from now and be like, hey, <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I definitely agree that Tupac, rest in peace. I feel like he was one of the greatest of our time ever. Tune in next time for part two of this segment. You're wondering if great hip-hop still exists? Well, check out the features, too, by Birmingham's own Cut Dog. That's right, Birmingham's own Cut Dog, featuring a guest of other Alabama artists, available now on all streaming platforms. Started off by saying, fuck all these boys. Pause. You know what I mean, nigga. Little Escobar, they know me on these streets. Hold up. We bout our green, nigga. Damn. Ask about me. I got rapper gangsters down to blast about me. Come a gas around me and I'm a master clowning. But don't tell your pops, cause the motherfucker always trying to cancel.